Hello there, welcome to PTI Australia. I'm Russell Barwick, Sam Kegovich. What? Don't start. Don't start? I haven't no, even started. This show's going to be unique because we're not going to discuss Essendon. Yeah. We're going to discuss Bummer Thompson, James Heard, The Dock. We're not going to talk about politics, Kevin Rudd, none of that. It's going to be a full-on sporting show. Uh, that'll do it for this week. We'll see you next week on PTI. What else do you talk about? <laughs> Seriously. Without the politics and without the footy, there's nothing to... Well, that's no. how derelict every medium form has been. Every show, all yeah. they're doing is going on about... Just Essendon. rehashing old material. Right. Come and watch us. This is unique, unadulterated, pure... Football. And Thank tonight you. on the show, Shandor Earl gets busted. Bad start. The Roosters are flustered, the AFL gets serious, and South fans are delirious. Plus, our gurus arrive, the football aficionado, Johnny Ralph. We play Blankety Blanks, PTI style. Yep. What's the word is back, and it's all brought to you, of course, by our very good friends, sportingbet.com.au. Okay, but first up, Canberra's Shandor Earl is the first individual player to feel the wrath from the Asada investigation. He was found to have used and trafficked an illegal peptide, CJC1295. I don't know what it does. I don't know what it's for. I've never tasted it. <laughs> what do you make of all of this? Just as we said, we're not discussing drugs. Someone yeah, else we, we said the bombers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't say this. Then we had another uh, this transgressor. Just... But this one's unique. In as much as he forthcame himself and put his hands up, guilty as charged. Well, only after they said, mate. Uh, there's an infraction yeah. notice, yes. But uh, he did come forward. So wh what'll happen to him? I guess they're seeking a bit more evidence than legal eagles, but uh, at the moment he's looking down four years of a ban. I'm, they're I'm obviously in, trying to minimise that to I'm, somewhat. I'm hearing that they may be looking at to ways to minimise his ban by saying, can you tell us who you might yeah. have supplied to? If he's trafficked, he's supplied to someone. Someone. He's not doing it for free. Well, but be... there's been a couple of... There's a, an official at uh, Cronulla that's said his name in the papers for doing the wrong thing. Look... There's been it's players all speculation in your There's been players and drugs and yeah. dealing for a long, long time. Danny Look, Wick spent time. Can in I the just clink. say, let's get rid of this drug thing. Ever since seven months ago, it's all been based on innuendo and yeah. But this is a serious charge. No, got to, it's got to run its course. There is a presumption of innocence until proven. They've had seven months to come out, furnish us with names, and actually charge someone. Well, I think they the have only now. success they've had so far is someone who just waves a white flag. I don't know. Uh, we'll wait and see about that one. In the last round of the AFL, the third-placed Fremantle Dockers rested a dozen players from their clash against the Saints to keep fresh for the finals. Now, plenty are saying this is tanking and illegal. What do you reckon? Well, I totally concur with them. I mean to say this is absolutely paramount or tantamount to... to uh, cheating? To cheating. No, it's not. Well, let me tell you something. Why? This has brought the game in a total disrepute. No, it hasn't. And if the AFL allows this, this Hawth is tanking in Hawthorne, reverse. Hawthorne did it a couple of years oh, ago. forget about against, what No. Hawthorne did it a couple of years ago and they got against St Kilda and actually they won the game. If Fremantle hadn't have lost, we wouldn't even be talking about this. But you. they lost to St Kilda, I'll who were farewelling players, la-la-la. St la, Kilda, la. Kilda were $5.75 on Monday morning. They were $8. $5.75 was put in. I got eight. They, well, you can always get overs. Uh, Freo were about uh, $1.30. Come, uh, they suspended betting on the Wednesday... A starting price was $2. Who they cares? almost started favourite. It's not about the gambling. No, well, it's not about... The, well, the gambling is a component of the game. I'm saying... And the AFL have got... It's incumbent upon the AFL to to be guardians 
of the game. Now, this is no worse than being an Indian bookmaker, the way they've allowed that to transpire. Mate, the, the and to allow them to have 12 players, players rested. Why not? Other teams rest players. Collingwood in your game against What's the difference North between Melbourne? tanking? What's the difference between tanking and resting 12 players? Well, Nathan Buckley admitted that in the last quarter of his game... I don't care what Nathan right. Buckley says. Why? What's the difference between resting 12 players and Melbourne being pinged for tanking? Melbourne should go to the AFL Fremantle. and tell them right now, I want my half million back. Fremantle didn't get draft picks by uh, resting players. It's ridiculous. To the, the AFL, AFL finals, finals, we do have our first week of matchups sorted. The Swans play the Hawks, catch play Freo, Collingwood up against Port and Richmond-Carlton, probably the biggest match of the round. Yes, I Who like wins? Carlton. I think Carlton can overcome Richmond. Carlton the Tigers. Richmond's first venue into the uh, into the uh, big stage. Start from Friday night. Swans Hawthorne. Swans Hawthorne. I think the Swans can win. I'm t I'm uh, hearing only, no Tippett though. I don't care. Well, maybe no Tippett, but there'll be a couple of big ins. Uh, Hannibal will be in. Smith can come back. No Jenna buddy. could be a super sub. No buddy. Uh, no buddy. Well, I don't, I'm not worried about buddy. I think they can still win without Buddy, but Buddy's not. But what the Swans have to concentrate on is the two dynamos of Hawthorne. The first one is a guy that no one would think of is Puopolo. You've got to stop the Greek. And the other one is Mitchell. Okay. Mitchell and Puopolo. Uh, Geelong, Geelong, I'm going for Geelong. Oh, of course, because and I Geelong, hope they, and Geelong I hope, are allowed to have their own game. Hope, blah, blah, blah. No, we'll no. talk about that with Ralphie. Uh, and then Collingwood versus Port. Well, this is going to be a tough... You know, Porter got some good uh, ins. They've got Carlisle, Gray, and they'll get Hartlett back. Uh, so they're going to be a different proposition. But I still believe Collingwood on the big stage. Uh, Pendlebury... Uh, he's flying at the Clark, moment. He's flying at the moment. And my uh, man, Brody Grundy. What about him? Brody Grundy is a superstar. They might get ball back. He's a very important... Cog OK, so I agree with you with most of them, except I think Hawthorne yeah. and uh, Richmond will The win. only ones that are having a bad week at the moment are the AFL and Andrew. Okay. But anyhow, now onto the field in the NRL. The Roosters have put in an ordinary performance to get beat by the Titans. That's two losses on the trot. Uh, they come up against South on Friday night. They've leaked 62 points in the last two I've games. They've got plenty to worry about. Have they got much to worry about before well, the finals? not only that, they're going to get whooped by South this weekend because of the way South play. And minor premierships up for grabs. This is a team that's going to lose three games potentially yeah. going into the finals. But why now, are they losing them? Now, South lost a couple in a row and then they bounced back against yeah. Manly. And they've also uh, they won last weekend as well. But why are they losing them, Russell? I, I think, wouldn't know. I think everyone is just losing games. Are they, are they, are they out of Melbourne form? Is it dissension? No, is I, don't think so. I don't think so. It's just it's their turn to lose well, a couple of games. There's a guy called Tavatu Shek on the wing. They reckon he's the best fullback in the competition. But Minicello, because he's Bambi, uh, is obviously that it won't be moved from I'm, there. I'm and tipping they that reckon... the fullback decision is not I the reason why my... they let no, 60 no. points in. No, no, they're, and they're not playing badly. Maloney and uh, Pierce are still going all right. Sonny Bill's a bit, you know, how do you do? But by and large, there's no dissension. But they're yeah. just having a couple of couple yeah. of ordinary weeks. I tell you what happened. But the guy that should be at fullback, I'm telling you, they, uh, my little birdie in, in uh, down at Bondi tells me it's a very Minichello wants an extra couple of years. I'm telling they're you, they're reluctant to give it to have him. Have a look at the Monday night game they played against Cronulla a couple of weeks ago. Both teams followed it up this week and got beat. So that was a physical game last Monday. Maybe there was a hangover from that. Oh, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. You're up there with the AFL. Rap approaching them. Leighton Hewitt is turning back the clock to storm into the fourth round of the US Open. Yes! Twelve years since Leighton won this tournament, but he just keeps on keeping on. And what and about his new gear? Yeah. He's got come on gear. Which and who did he beat that favourite guy of yours? Del... Juan Martin Del Potro. Potro. <laughs> <laughs> I can roll that one off the tongue. Well, look, he's... I'm a... loving the little Aussie battle. So do I. Look, I. look, I'm gravitating to him. I don't like his demeanour. Always demeanor, loved him. Always but I love him. his talent and I love his resilience. And If I... he turns around and puts the cap on yeah. backwards, then he's got me for life. But you can see what's happening now is he approaches the pointy end of the tournament. 
you know, that, that baseline blasting away and playing... Oh, he's he's, he's going to get... There's still got some big names. Yeah. Nadal's still there. Djokovic, oh, Djokovic is still there. Murray's still yeah, there. And, and, the, and the chip and the guile and the movement of the court is going to find him out. But when he just, you know, can... Fourth round the, US Open. That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, no, it's outstanding. Second he's, week. Well, he's 43, for God's sake. Where's everybody else from Australia? Tommy? No, they're all, nah, they're all back in Australia. They've all left three weeks ago. Tomic, they? they all got beaten the first no, round. No, Sam no, Stacey got no. pants pulled down, so did Tomic. What? Yeah. I think, think that was appropriate. I'd rather talk about the Essendon drugs than that. But anyhow, uh, look, you're right. He's the sh still the only shining bright light on the, uh, on the, uh, the, tennis, uh, horizon. On the tennis horizon. Who Not the horizon, gonna... the tennis landscape. Who are we going to cheer for? Who are we going to cheer for? I'm... I'm... And then when he gets old, he goes in there as a seniors event. I'll cheer for Leighton then. Transfer window in football is finally closed. The biggest deal that we're all waiting for was no doubt Gareth Bale, a Welshman, signing for $148 million to Real Madrid. Now, he doesn't get the coin. That money goes to Tottenham, of course, but he still gets around 25 for the year. This is it's fantastic. This has made me sick. No, it's fantastic. Sick. This I didn't guy, sleep last night. This guy a couple of years ago was a nippy. 148 no. million. I know who he is. I know, but it's just a good story. He's not, he's not a Wayne Rooney or a Do Beckham. you know Spain, Real Madrid, 148, is the total GDP of Spain at the Correct. moment. They've got 30% unemployment. Yeah. They have got a government that is totally dysfunctional. Yeah. And there is this tiny little minnow of a club paying 148 Million, million to a guy who's going to get half a million a year who may not even half get a game with Real Madrid. Half a million a week. A week, sorry. A week. That what? is salacious. Who's worth that? What? Outside of you and I. <laughs> that is ridiculous. And I'm telling you... I love him. And I tell you, Gary Lineker made a very, very pertinent comment, I thought. Gary Lineker was a former uh, Tottenham former Hotspur English superstar. International. English international. Yeah. He said... Can go off He a may have the though. ability to play, but has he got the mental prowess to be able to live with that pressure that's obviously going to be thrust on his shoulders. One Very young man, six-year contract. Out. Let me tell you, good it's a big investment. Yeah, good luck to him too, but I think it's just rude. This game is going to rack and ruin. That sort of money, let me tell you, you could buy the entire... La oh, sorry, this is not a political sermon. <laughs> you can nearly buy Australia for 148 million at the moment. Yes, and you'd get changed. That's the headlines. Next up, John Ralph is back in the chair. We're going to talk some AFL finals week one. We promise no bombers at all, but we will talk about St Kilda and a dwarf. Oh, no. Can I do that? Andrew spoke about him. You see Andrew Dimitri? Well, as we know, the home and away season is done and dusted. September is here, and that means finals footy and somehow between seven, Fox Footy, Channel 10 and our own ESPN. Oh. Johnny, no, cha no Channel 7. Ralphs, what? You out of Channel 7? No, never. Never. Channel 10 formally. Oh, sorry. Do you reckon he's taking something to keep himself up for all these events? <laughs> I said to him, how did we manage to squeeze you in? He said, today's my day off. Hey, uh, boys, hey, that club out there, we're not talking about it. You've ruined this football season, but finally, this final series, it's going to be a rip snorter. It's alive now, it's alive. It's alive, it's alive. we've got four great elite sides in the top four. Richmond are in first time since yep. 2001. Your blokes, just a mockery, how did I, you not get I, in? But it is going to be something that will make up for, for a very long season. I commend everybody for the swift nature it mm -hmm. was... Done, finished, swept under Expedited, the carpet. Expedited, yes. Expedited, thank you very much. Incisive and decisive. We've had our say. Sydney Hawthorne, yep. I'm hearing no Tippett, and I'm also hearing no Jetta, so don't believe what you're reading. Yep. Uh, Jetta, no way he plays. hasn't played for 13 weeks. Uh, I know he played any AFL, but that's not the real Super stuff. Super sub? Well, well, I don't think so. He wasn't in good form before. I think Tippett out is a game changer. Probably believe that Hawthorne wins anyway. Now, I know people are going to say Buddy Franklin is massive. You can look at the stats. They've won 11 of 12 without him. But they've been working the whole season towards 
replacing him. Mm. So they got different options. They got Bruce playing there. We know Jack Gunston can step up when he's away as well. They got so many options that are so dangerous with, with Cyril in as well. I just think they win. Barry the key to them. Let me tell you, no one's ever mentioned this guy, and I've been watching mm -hmm. him for a while. Is that Paul Piopolo? He's a human wrecking ball. He yeah. is Isn't amazing. He? Yeah, he's a little roadrunner, a great tackling machine. Forward pressure, he keeps it in for those multiple entries. That was well. never yeah. off his feet, low yeah. level. First to the time he said something insightful about football. I can't I'm anti the fact uh, that Geelong it <laughs> got the final at uh, Simmons Stadium. Mm -hmm. Not because, you know, they don't deserve it. Of course yep. they do. But my issue is if the game was against someone else, it wouldn't have been played there. So effectively, you're agreeing to. Uh, you know, if we, if the AFL had said, no matter who Geelong plays, the same in the NRL, mm -hmm. no matter who you play, you're playing at home. Yeah, it's fair I and equitable. They deserve it. But if it was against Carlton, they wouldn't have been playing. Yeah, but that's home. the yeah. whole point. If the capacity of the ground uh, is able to handle uh, Fremantle, right. that's so you're telling but me the... that there's one person that that. There is not one person that'll miss out in the ticket. If the capacity can handle it, it's great. There's no way that it will handle it. Yeah. What about the walk-up people if it's a beautiful 25-degree day? It has been sunny in, in Melbourne, of all things as well. Yeah. So if there is one person that misses out, this game should be yeah, changed. And I believe that's to where? the case. To where? Well, to Eddie Head Stadium. Take the what's the capacity of Eddie Head? 50,000. And what's the capacity of Simmons? 39. No, it's 39. 29. 29, 30. If there is one person that misses out, it's a terrible decision. And that, for me, means it has to be a terrible decision. We're all about maximising attendance. Yeah. Well, and yet we're trying to turn people away from this game. No, we're Fremantle not. Fremantle no, people it's... aren't going to fly to Geelong because they've got a, it's a two-hour trip. Well, but it's not Fremantle. They had 4,000 tickets. Only 2,000 of those were taken up. So Fremantle people cannot complain. It's the punter out there, the theatre-goer, who says, look, I've had a long season. Essendon or North Melbourne. Well, we My side want... is not in it. No, I the... want to go along and I can't even no, get a ticket. forget about the theatre-goer. What about the dad in the world? Geelong yeah. supporter will go. He Spot won't on. go. Um, some of them will and go. And they deserve having one at Geelong. It was a great decision by the AFL. Collingwood, Port Adelaide. Collingwood wins. Collingwood uh, Richmond Carlton. Richmond wins. I understand you think Carlton win. Richmond, since maybe June, July, have known they'd play finals. Last couple of weeks, discount them. I know Carlton beat them, what, four weeks ago. Richmond smashed them in the first quarter. Just turned the throttle back. We, we had our say on the tanking. Um, mm -hmm. And I saw Collingwood and North Melbourne, and I saw Collingwood play like a team that didn't want to get injured, which, yep. to my way, is... Mm -hmm. The equivalent yeah, but of they played their best side, though, or, or close yeah, to it. Yeah. it was, it was a, mm -hmm. I'm not going to... Have yeah. a look at the tackle count. I think they made 11 mm -hmm. tackles in the yeah, entire game. 43 to 39. Look, I understand your tanking situation, and I think it's a valid uh, point. But the problem is, is the AFL at the start of the year said, you can rest players. You don't have to pretend they're injured. You can manage them. And we've seen Geelong do that. So now that they're actually allowing this tanking situation, how can they come and sanction it? That's the, 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 the situation that is going to be a real issue for, for well, the AFL because, again, they're seen as hypocritical if they crack well, okay, down on it. Yeah, OK. So what's wrong? Put your hand up and say, we've made a mistake. Yeah. Let's get it right. Well, I couldn't agree more. Hey. Yet the AFL oh, has made a rod for their own back. Creating a rod for their own back everywhere. As they did with the initial tanking situation. Totally, from the best administered yeah. code in the world, they've become totally incompetent. Yep, couldn't agree more. I can't How believe that in a short space. Mm. And Andrew's a lot better than that. How often have you said, I got it wrong, I'll change my mind? Well, I don't make mistakes. <laughs> I do um, my homework. Rusey going to Melbourne? Done. Done deal. He's going to drag some people from Sydney. And wow. Sydney are going to get hot under the collar, whether it's Georgie Stone, whether it's some of their yeah. uh, players. You know? And he said that last night. He said, look, once you leave a club, um, you move on. But given he's still being employed on good money as the Sydney Academy manager, yeah, but that happens. it's going to be a bit of an issue. Well, for, so for what, me, was the lure? what was the lure? Of, what, 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 lure <sighs> what finally got him over the line, do you reckon? What, what always gets you over well, the line, Well, that's what shouldn't be, because we'd made that mistake with Malcolm Blight and St Kilda. Yeah, and it's going to be, what, yeah. 1.7, five years, what's that? Eight and a half million, I that's reckon, a lot of kangaroo. I reckon there's a bit more to it than uh, there'd be incentives up the wazoo as well. Mm. But I love Ruzi, and his kids are at the right age, and, you Here know... We go. Well, he's 50, he's 50, he's got to decide to coach what again. If he dwarf? doesn't, it's all like... 
The dwarf secured a football has apparently set him on fire, which is a disgrace in itself. Andrew Demetrio, trying to smooth his public image on Footy Classified last night, laughed about it, giggled uncontrollably, could not get a straight answer out of the AFL chief executive mm. who's trying to restore his image. That was as, as bad as the well, incident itself. But where got the dwarf to the St Kilda boys? The St Kilda boys got him. Hired the dwarf for the Mad they Monday. Did. And, yeah. it's, and it's weird that, that a dwarf would, would well, sell himself. Where St fit in the broader scheme of things then, you reckon? I don't and know. I okay, so I'm going to be very safe with I'm this Stop Andrew bashing all the I'm time, you journos. I'm not bashing him, but Only because he doesn't leak you the info that others get. That's a fair point. I'm not sure. Yeah. That's a very good point. Good morning, Carolyn. Um, thanks for having me. Next up, Watch the Word is back featuring the new FFA Cup, the 2020 Olympics and day-night test cricket. I should have, I said, I should have said good evening. And also hello, the Patty. Dwarf. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, burnt yeah. the dwarf. They did. Why is he selling himself anyway? Welcome back to the show. Time for our version of Blankety Blanks. We have a statement. We've got to fill in the missing word. We call Ooh. it What's the Word? Simple enough. Football Federation Australia has announced next year there will be an FFA Cup, like the FA Cup. All teams from all levels of football, including the A-League. What is it? The idea is what? In my case, innovative. I think it's absolutely fantastic that someone has had the vision to incorporate all sports. And there's a great sense of theatre here. You don't think that realise a dream. What about that one? <laughs> fantastic. I like it. FFA, fantastic. Yeah. Great See, idea. I'm a thinker. To think that a third grade side somewhere Manly out in the back blocks or... could realise their dream and become the premier side in Australia. Outstanding concept. Look, I've got to tell you, it's going to take a few years to get off the ground. I'm going to tell and you, not ya. I've got to tell you, it's going to take a few years to get off the ground. But at least they're trying something. This should have been happening in rugby league and AFL for years and years. Can you imagine, I don't know, the Ballarat Falcons yeah. taking on Collingwood in a similar game? Sure, they're going to oh, get the beat. Green Gully Gooses. The Renfurley Shield has been going for years yeah. in New Zealand. That's the same sort of concept. Got a lot of traction. I agree with you. The 2020 Olympic City will be named this week. It's between Istanbul, Madrid, and Tokyo. The winner will be. No doubt in my book, it's Tokyo. And why? Two reasons. One, the score of affordability. Secondly, the score of security. All the other countries, let me tell you, their uh, uh, GDP is absolutely shot. Correct. They are a nightmare in terms of security. They are, there's anarchy ra running rampant well, you had the throughout tax the whole four let's walls. Let's go. Madrid can't afford it because they're paying for uh, bail uh, as well, so they've got no money at all. Not only that, but it's insecure. Istanbul, that's not how, that's how you spell... Istanbul, it that's, is. That's how you spell it's Tokyo a, in Japanese. It um, is a lot of Istanbul. <laughs> Istanbul was OK until the Taksim Square thing. That really put them off, and I don't think the... Uh, look, Tokyo will get it. It'll be fantastic for the Japanese uh, community. Secure, and, and a great environment. It'll be user-friendly. It'll be a fun game. And you wait. They'll get a World Cup again in a few years' time as well. Day-night test cricket looks like getting started next year after the day-night Sheffield Shield games for this summer were approved. So day-night tests will be... And I'll go first because during the day, they get it wrong. So how the heck are they going <laughs> to get it right at night? Error-ridden. And I don't even know that that's correctly spelt. But these guys the umpires and the players, can't get it right during the day. The only good thing about being at night is a possible blackout, which means we can all go home. I think it's exploratory. I think it's worth some uh, legs. It's not. Purely on the basis that you shouldn't tamper with test cricket 
because the they're traditional... tampering. Well, they're tampering. No, no, but it's worth a try against lesser lights. Say if you get a Bangladesh, or we're playing a. You're going to get a game with fog, but not the traditional smoke. heavyweight side. No, Don't touch you, it. Well, then you're, you're tampering. Everybody no, but it's worth it. It is worth the exercise because you might get to draw a bigger crowd, and it's, and it's driven by TV. Feel good story of the week. Happened last week. Amateur golfer by the name of Jeff <clears throat> Ellis jagged a hole-in-one at Southerns Golf Club in Melbourne. So what you say? Hole-in-one? Happens all the time? Well, Jeff is blind. Only got 10% of his vision. So his achievement is... Blindfolded. I think it just highlights just how easy this great game of golf is. <laughs> There's so much made out of it, you could care. almost blindfold it, pot, uh, make a hole-in-one. I'm using two words. Bloody amazing. Just amazing. It is. Just fantastic. It's a phenomenal feat. A hole-in-one, even if you've got two good eyes, 20-20 vision. It's very difficult. I've been fortunate enough. I've got a hole-in-one. The joy of the people around you is enough, let alone a guy you who couldn't actually see it. I've yeah. actually had three, but who's boasting? Yeah. Um, you know, it's not imperative to see the hole, you know. unbelievable thing. How many people do you reckon can see the hole when they're having a shot for, from uh, 150... Uh, None. Well, so it's not that difficult, really. I've got it. But it is an amazing thing. <laughs> no, outstanding it is. Outstanding. Uh, what, again, we use yeah. the word for Kekka yeah. in the last two minutes of the show. Uh, That's enough. Yeah. We'll be back straight after this break with a big finish, the Sporting Bet Best Bets of the Week. Four quarters. Happy birthday this week to one of our all-time greats in any sport, Dawn Fraser. She turned 76 and this year was voted our greatest ever female athlete. And happy birthday also to Gay Waterhouse, who had a birthday this week, but still on swimming. Happy anniversary to Mark Spitz, back in 1972, won a lazy seven gold medals in Munich. Not a bad effort. <laughs> Emphatic. And multiple happy trails this week. Kevin Sheedy coached his last game of senior AFL footy on Sunday. We also say goodbye to Amy Stadium and at North Queensland. Matty Bowen will retire at the end of the season. What a yep. great trio. Three big careers, yeah. including a football ground. Uh, now for the big finish. And the Wallabies take on the Springboks this weekend. Any chance of getting on the board? I do. If they take their opportunities, they make plenty of them. If they get over the line, they will. It's official. Aussie young gun Daniel Ricciardo will take Mark Webber's seat in the Formula 1s with Red Bull next year. And all of a sudden we start to get interested again in Formula 1s. Let's mm. hope they're going to look after him better than they looked after old Marky boy. The America's Cup final series gets underway this week in the USA. The Kiwis have got a smattering of Aussies. The Americans, believe it or not, skippered by Aussie Jimmy Spittle, formerly mm. James Spittle. You can see a Jason Bennett Aussies Abroad special with Jimmy on ESPN Tuesday at 9pm and Saturday. 2pm Eastern Time. And speaking of America's Cup, former Australia 2 skipper John Bertrand has been announced as the new boss of Swimming Australia. Yeah, they need a wing keel down at Swimming Australia. They do indeed. Sure. And another Sporting keel. bet, best bets of the week. Load up on the rabbits to beat the chooks. And I'm telling you, Sydney will beat Hawthorne. I hope they are right. And Sporting bet think the pies can beat the other pies in Port Adelaide. That will do it. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and all of that other stuff. I'm Russell Barwick. And as always, I'm Sam Kekovich. And more importantly, you know it makes sense. <laughs> Over and done.